So welcome to the first quarantine edition of the Mayan Wanderers podcast. If you don't know why we're in quarantine, please check the news. I'm pretty sure it will let you know why. Before I start this episode, I would just like to say a massive big thank you to all the people out there who are still doing their jobs and helping society through this pandemic. Um, just like to say a big thank you for those of you who don't know, you can take part um, there's a clap at eight o'clock every Thursday for our NHS just to show our appreciation. I know they really, really do appreciate it. I have a cousin who works in the NHS and right now a lot of them are stressed and a lot of them are overworked and I've know some people who actually work in the NHS and it is quite a tough time. So even just a clap at eight o'clock, um, just the sentiment alone is a lot for the people who are out there fighting for us during this war against coronavirus um there was a really nice tweet i saw um a couple weeks back that i retweeted because i felt it was really uh it really showed um how i feel at the moment and what it basically said is so society's real key workers have just been revealed not the bankers not the traders not the elite hedge fund managers it's the nurses the doctors the delivery drivers the carers the porters the teachers the shell stackers and the checkout staff and that really struck deep with me and i feel like this is the time for us to show our appreciation to the people who are really the core function of our society and on that note let's get to the show Mickey Mike, Mickey Mike, Mickey Mike. You are now tuned in to the Mind Wanderers podcast, the podcast where we wander and explore the world around us. I'm your Corona Free host, Timmy Chatelou, and this is episode 11. 11. Thank you for joining me for episode 11 of the My Wanderers podcast. Really appreciate anyone who has tuned in. Um, I guess none of us really have anything better to do other than listen to stuff on the internet or listen to a new podcast you guys are listening to. Um, how is everyone actually coping with the lockdown? Is everyone making sure they get their regular runs in? Are you doing more than one run? Have you seen the shops lately? I went to Tesco recently and due to the new social distancing measures in place, we now have to stand six feet away from each other and I'm sure you all know. But now that means that lines are even longer. And I went to Tesco the other day and the way they've now set up is such that it's kind of like a club, like 15 people leave and then one single person's allowed inside and basically that makes your trip to whatever shop a whole lot longer so I think that's gonna actually stop people buying a ridiculous amount of food even though I did read quite recently that panic buying has stopped so thank god for that um but yeah for any of you new listeners out there thank you for tuning in this is a mind wanderers podcast the podcast where i take random thoughts topics ideas and literally just have a wonder about them and uh, hopefully you guys learn something new and just have a think outside your regular day-to-day so 
with that being said uh i did think this was a good period now that everyone is at home for people to actually know their family if that makes sense a lot of the time we say we know our family we say we maybe know what their favorite foods are or what their favorite things to do are but do you actually really know and i heard um on one of the podcasts i listened to which is called brilliant idiots hosted by charlemagne the god and andrew schultz and charlemagne was basically describing a game his daughter made up which was a family bonding game which is you have several different cars which just have like the general trivia questions about each family member and you basically play that with your family and you get to learn a lot more and I thought that was really cool my parents and uh, my mama said this is the first time ever that everyone in the family has been together for so long because if you think about it we're always out and about so the actual time we spend together most of the time is like a week or two on a holiday so this extended period is for some families the first ever time that they've spent so much time with each other so instead of seeing this as a lockdown maybe a silver lining i'm part of the silver linings club slc all you other silver lining club members please tune in (laughs) but if yeah if you want to look at the silver linings um in regards to this particular um situation we're in you can see it as this is a time for you to bond with your family and uh find out more about what they're doing what they're um thinking about how they're feeling and just uh, it's another form of actually keeping us together and um essentially sticking together through this really tough time but i do understand not everyone is actually with their family at the moment and some people are actually living by themselves meaning that they have to call family over the phone or have facetime conversations so for a lot of uh you guys i believe it is also a time to reflect and also have your thoughts to yourself and a lot of this podcast is having letting your thoughts wander off and somewhat learning from what you wander to so with that being said uh, I did think it's really interesting whenever big things in history happen don't you have like a pre-world war ii and a post-world war ii and you have a before christ and after christ and it's normally indicated through history that this was a significant event and there was a life before this and there's a life after this significant event and my mind just started to wonder as to what questions um, I have as to how after coronavirus was going to be I did want to call it post coronavirus but when you shorten that to PC if I believe PC has already been taken so I don't want it to be misconstrued so I've got uh I think a really cool exercise I think for all you mind wanderers out there is to just think of all the things possible for after coronavirus so I would love to find out some of you guys like AC questions I have a couple myself um that I thought I would actually share with you guys so one of them was after coronavirus do you believe that we're now going to have a new tabletop formation so you know now at restaurants it's a case of you have salt pepper maybe vinegar and maybe a couple of condiments or whatnot do you think after coronavirus now we're going to have salt pepper antibacterial um, vinegar i definitely think straight after a lot of people are going to request that that be something just as standard everywhere just to make sure that we'll be in as safe as possible after we get over the peak of this virus so that's just one question another like after corona question i had was how long till everyone becomes comfortable going to like concerts and gigs and festivals because 
um, I was having a discussion with my brother and we were just kind of happy that we had gone to some concerts fairly recently before the lockdowns and before all of this really started kicking off. And we went to go see Schoolboy Q and J-Rock. I believe we went to go see another artist called Maxo Cream, really dope artist. So definitely check out Maxo Cream. And uh, we saw a couple other people, Goldlink. And so we've been to quite a few concerts recently, but after coronavirus, how uh, open our councils, our cities going to be to having mass amount of people in one particular arena slash venue? Obviously, we can't shut down everything in uh, for indefinitely. But how is the transition from this pure shock to our system going to be when we now are given the option of being able to go back to these massive venues where a lot of people because if you have been to some festivals and to some concerts before you will realize there's nothing social distancing or any social distancing that is possible in some of those spaces so how are we going to deal with that going forward and how is that going to affect musicians going forward a lot of um, upcoming musicians have really small venues really intimate venues and how are they going to deal with the transition from maybe not being able to hold um, their gigs or maybe hold their tour dates so um, a lot of people are going to have to transition to the internet Um, I was also thinking are we now going to have a lot more virtual um, concerts maybe using uh, some VR uh, uh, technology this is something that is available and has been experimented with before so who knows where we're going to go with that also one of the questions i had for like my ac questions or like my yeah for the ac questions are do you think the world will now treat all these key workers so people such as the nhs workers the people delivery drivers the uh, people who work in the stores are they going to become the new society celebrities because obviously we can uh, the superstars are the entertainment stars at the moment and however will our appreciation for those key workers be it will it will it increase over time and also who are are we actually going to stick to that because humans are very very forgetful beings so we can be oh we love the nhs now and we thank god for everyone who's stacking our shelves but the minute they tell us that okay back to usual or at least back to some form of normalcy will we go back to thinking that those people are as uh, trivial as uh, as we used to believe but now everyone's starting to really get clued into how integral these people are to our society so that was another like ac question i had uh if you do have any ac questions you can uh let me know and i will share some on the podcast i feel like this is going to be a, a, a an episode thing now just how you feel things that you might even be questions you had about things you did in the past and how we won't be able to do them anymore it might be to how um things might change in the future it might be a conspiracy theory but send through your ac questions if you have twitter you can reach the podcast at mine underscore wanderers so you can shoot me a dm there if you are on instagram it is at mindwanderers underscore podcast and if you're someone who does not use social media and want to send through an ac question you can send it through to the email which is mindwanderers pod 
at gmail.com so that's mindwanderspod at gmail.com the last ac question i actually had which was a really really good one and i think a lot of people should think about is do you think the world will come together as a result of this pandemic or will people retreat within themselves as we've seen a lot of people have now stopped their holidays and are returning back home some people are pleading with their government to make sure that they're repatriated back home i believe the uk still have some people out in peru the us have god knows how many people out there and loads of countries are basically organizing themselves to make sure that they get their citizens back home because everyone always feels safer back home and my question is the, the world is now moving in such a way that we can see most countries are actually dealing with the crisis in their own way. It does make sense as we have different populations, we have different medical uh, situations. However, as a result, I think it's quite clear to see that a global response to the situation would be better. We haven't seen it as of yet. So my big after corona question is will we as a society the global society because yes we are a global society will we stop being as global as possible and will we now retreat within ourselves and become more isolationist countries where we're doing a lot of things for ourselves because a lot of countries are now starting to see how dependent and reliant they are on china and for china to produce things so with that being blown up effectively and everyone's seeing the weakness within their system when it's heavily reliant on another country will countries now reformat the way they think about manufacturing so will manufacturing now become a bigger industry for a lot of countries going forward so these are all the questions that i'm starting to think about and i think in this spare time where we have all these thoughts going through our head and where we have time to actually think so send through your ac questions and i will read it out on the show and yeah let's just continue thinking I think it's a really good exercise and it really allows your mind to wonder and think about the whole range of things that are going on in the world and that's what the whole podcast is about is just being able to think outside our media and possibly learn something so with that to the side I has anyone felt like Brexit was years ago or the last time they went to a restaurant was like decades ago and obviously I'm exaggerating but has their perception of time meant that they now feel like even now as I speak you don't really know what day it is it's more a case of I know there was a day yesterday I know there's going to be a day tomorrow and I know I'm currently in one day and even dates and time is just a bit of a blur at the moment as we're all stuck at home and this led me to our the topic that I want to deal with today which is basically on time the name of this episode is yesterday today tomorrow and that was just a tweet I saw and what the female was trying to show was just how when you're cooped up in one place our perception of time is really warped and I thought this was a really interesting topic because we've all heard of the phrase time flies when you're having fun and we've all seen uh, those shows where the clock will be dragging when a character is being really bored and when it's just basically showing that when you're not having fun time goes really slowly and I thought this was a really cool topic 
topic to maybe go into. So today I feel like dealing with time and looking at how we perceive time and why we perceive time the way we do, especially in this isolation sort of period we are and when everyone is feeling like days are just going by, it'll be really interesting to analyse and just have a wonder with how humans perceive time, why we perceive time the way we do. Uh, A question I was thinking about, do animals perceive time the same way we do? Do animals remember stuff like birthdays? Uh, Are they capable of doing that? So I felt like perception of time was what I really wanted to have a wonder about today. So after the break, I'm going to delve a little bit into that. It was all good just a week ago came to my head but once all of this started happening within the world that was one of the biggest thoughts it was first started off as a joke but then I really started to think about it and it was all good just a week ago sounds uh, very uh, apt for what we're going through now and also with this theme of perception of time uh, when I've looked into the topic of time and having a wonder about it I then started to find out a lot more um, in regards to how time is actually the product of human evolution and And if you recall me saying just before the break, I was wondering whether animals have a different perception of time to that that we do. And looking into it, time is, as we know, it's not something you can touch. It's not something you can smell. It's not something you can necessarily see, but it's something that you can experience. And time itself is humans just registering a sequence of events or a passage of time rather than an actual thing that we can refer to as time. And as far as we know, we're the only uh, animals on planet Earth that have this innate sense and deep feeling in regards to time we're the only animals that would understand that it has been 20 years since you've seen someone we're the only animals that can register that it's only been five seconds since you've just seen someone and so i had a little look into um how the differences between humans and animals when it comes to time and i saw some really good analysis and research into how dogs associate certain feelings with an event rather than they know what time of the day it is in the case of when their owner comes home they can't necessarily distinguish between times but the feeling that they have will still be the same if they have if they're presenting with the same stimulus so rather than it be a case of i haven't seen my owner for 20 days or two days the feeling will still be the same because they've attributed a certain emotion to seeing their owner so why it might seem that the dog is even happier that um they're seeing their owner be it after a long time is actually human perception that is attributing uh, a sense of a longness that the animal is feeling. Animals don't necessarily uh, take into consideration whether it's been two, five or 20 days. They just kind of go with the flow. And if they 
get a certain feeling from seeing someone initially, be it the owner gives them a treat when they get in, and so the dog is now associated anytime the owner comes home, they're going to get a treat, therefore they're happy. It's rather than an uh, animal understanding the passage of time, what they're doing is reacting to a stimulus that they've become accustomed to. And going a bit further, I then started to wonder, so let's forget the case of dogs, let's start moving on to other animals as well. And this then led me to the topic of threat perception. And threat perception is essentially when something new is coming towards you, you don't necessarily, your brain is now hit with so much, so much new information that it enters this sort of primal mode in which it slows down time. So in order for you to have an extra second or two in order to react, and this then follows through that animals small animals such as rats or smaller animals such as that are typically prey let's say rats mice they tend to experience life a lot slower compared to humans and the reason why this is is down to the fact that when a rat is running around it has to be very aware of potential predators it has to be aware if a cat is around the corner so what its brain is able to do after years of evolution is to pick up signals that it's receiving through its eyes a lot quicker and interpret those signals a lot quicker than let's say a human so in this sense you then can understand that when let's say a fly is flying around the room it's experiencing the world in a much slower rate compared to humans because it's receiving a lot more information compared to a human at the time and its brain is able to take in that amount of information and then respond to it because animals such as or insects and animals small insects and animals need this uh ability in order to make sure that they're not caught off hand by uh, us trying to slap the fly or the cat trying to catch the mice uh, or the mouse so this trick is actually used in film quite a lot sometimes when they're showing a car chase or uh, let's say a plane flying overhead what they do is that they increase the field of vision that the viewer can see and this allows things to seem as though they're zooming past and when things are zooming past of course it seems like you're going quicker and similar in the flip sense is when you restrict the field of vision you can actually see that things are perceived to be slower there's a very cool video on youtube by a japanese professor that i watched that demonstrates how this whole time perception thing works and what he does was he placed a camera on a train and at different points in the video he either uh, shows more of the video or restricts the line of vision within the video and what you will start to notice is that the way your brain will perceive how fast the train is going will be very dependent on how much information or how much you can see i.e so check that out it's called differences in perceived speed and i think that would be very cool to highlight or demonstrate what i was referring to before so going back to us in isolation everyone is in lockdown every every now and again i forget like there was a period where i woke up i was thinking oh, okay i'm gonna get ready for work then i kind of hit me that nope you're not going to work you are staying at home and working and that was just a crazy thought to me that no legit 
uh, we are actually going through something at the moment. And the reason why every day seems to, sometimes days can become a blur. And that is because the routine is so monotonous to the point that our brain isn't taking in any new information. And there are studies to show that depending on how much information your brain is taking in on the day will actually determine how much of that day you remember. And if you, if your brain hasn't taken in any new information, then it doesn't need to process the day as much. Therefore, it will seem as though time passed a lot quicker. So I thought that was really cool because that explains why every day might seem to drag if you don't really have new things to do. So one cool suggestion I could make is you guys having a wonder day. And so I, so as to learn something new. So once you learn something new, that in effect will make your days not seem as though they're just passing you by and to that idea of all you know right now is yesterday today and tomorrow so that is something that people can practice at home uh you can just go online you can find out little bits there i'm pretty sure there's websites out there that will give you like a new i have a really cool app called curiosity daily and what it does is that it sends me uh just new bits of information every single day i sometimes check reddit reddit is a really cool resource for people it's quite funny and there's also some really informative um, threads there there's one called today I learned and basically people just post what they've learned today and that is just a wealth of information that you can take on and you can find out some new information and maybe make your days less of a blur and I believe that's what everyone's trying to do everyone's just trying not to get into this zone of days are just passing by and you're having a somewhat fleeting feeling uh yeah people want to at least experience their days and the reason why you could remember your days a bit more vividly before was because you had so much different stimulus that can make you say oh yeah I remember that day because that day I went to the shop and I remember the shopkeeper said there was no more salmon teriyaki at wasabis and that was a very annoying day so (laughs) little information and stimulus like that is what your brain will then process and because that's new information it has to process therefore it's going to take it longer it will take your brain longer to process it and therefore the day won't seem as though it's just blaring by your your brain will remember it so with all this talk about time i think it's time for another short interlude For all you new listeners out there who may have not caught up with all 10 other episodes of the Mind Wanderers podcast, uh, my next point has close links to my second episode called Game in the System, in which I looked at how neurotransmitters within your brain affect the way you respond to stuff like social media and why we somewhat get into a somewhat addictive uh, feedback loop with certain social media. And this is due to certain neurochemical or neurotransmitters or chemicals released in your brain that trigger you to have a certain response to certain stimuli and one of the chemicals that I focused in on was dopamine and through my research in perception of time I have re- I've come to realize that dopamine actually speeds up our perception of time uh, dopamine is actually released because it's not actually the result of an activity but our body releases it to motivate us to do an activity that will lead to a reward that we like. So if we think of the phrase 
time flies when you're having fun and we understand that dopamine is a chemical that is released in order for us to have something that is fun it would make sense that when we are constantly being uh, hit with dopamine due to a certain task that we would feel as though time is going quite quickly so uh, in relation to the last episode of Game in the System, there was the feedback loop in which we keep going back to social media because it gives us this sense of reward once we actually go on it. So this could possibly explain how, why we waste a lot of time on social media. It could be down to this dopamine effect. And researchers have also discovered that on the flip side, there are chemicals that do the opposite effect of dopamine and these inhibit our response and also make us feel as though time is slowing down and this chemical is neuro i don't even know how to say the word i'm not even gonna lie to you guys but i believe it's pronounced neurofirene <laughs> but yes there are countermeasures or counter chemicals that actually inhibit our sense of time and can make time feel as though it's going a lot slower i also took a wonder and discovered emotions play a big part in how we uh experience time this was actually shown through two professors in France back in 2011 who ran a study and what they did was they showed their students three different types of movies and the movies were meant to bring about different emotions. One of them was meant to bring about fear, one of them was meant to bring about sadness and one of them was meant to bring about just a neutral sort of feeling. And what they discovered at the end of the study was that the movie that uh, produced the feelings of fear, the students registered as that movie taken a lot longer and this goes back to that idea of having a primal um, instinct when you're met with new information and your body's trying to once it gets into a stage where it's fearful for its own existence what it does is it slows down time in order for you to react so the same thing happens when we get the same feelings and uh, yeah this just goes to show that there are a lot of different factors that play into our personal perception of time and there's also a reason why we actually feel like this period of isolation is dragging on a lot longer than any of us would have imagined and also makes it feel like every single day is just being a blur because going back to the point of lack of new information so all of this just made for a really good wonder I felt and time is definitely something we all have on our hands and I would encourage anyone to maybe have a quick look into time and just see how you can somewhat make the most of it and it learn a new instrument or learn a new skill i feel like this time is really for people to actually take on something new take on some new information and don't make it seem like a just mundane day of yesterday today and tomorrow and in fact take each day as it comes and try to learn something new or listen to a new episode of the mind wanderers podcast whatever <laughs> picks your fancy but yeah i thought time is a really interesting concept to have a look at and have a wonder about now and um i hope you guys enjoyed it so remember to send through your ac questions the questions for how you feel the world will be after coronavirus ac and remember you can send that to the twitter instagram or the actual mind wanderers pod at gmail.com so i look forward to hearing from you guys but thank you very much for listening this is episode 11 of the mind wanderers podcast i'm your host timmy peace Somebody loves you